Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is May 30th, and we've got a jam-packed episode. Definitely a lot to talk about, excited to talk about. Uh, we're going to get to an interview with Sarah Quinlevin, a wedding planner here in Kansas City. Then we're going to talk tornado storms. We're going to talk what's good in the neighborhood. Uh, so lots to talk about on this episode, but... Uh, where we want to start out is with the Chiefs. No, wait, no Royals update? Nah, no, well, the Royals, they're still in that hunt for that wild card spot, right? Yeah. Wait, we, we're 18 and, 30, 18 and 37? Well, just a week ago, they said we were in the hunt for the second wild card. They were going card for spot. the second wild card. Oh, yeah. Not, are we, not no, anymore? we went three and nine since that okay. article came okay. out. Okay, so all right. I don't think we're in contention. That's the Royals anymore. update. <laughs> I don't think we're in contention anymore. Okay, <laughs> back to the Chiefs. <laughs> Uh, so uh, an exciting thing for the Chiefs, something I haven't seen before. I think you can just tell the increased popularity popularity of the Chiefs with this new miniseries that has come out called The Franchise, where uh, the Chiefs media production is basically going to put on kind of a behind-the-scenes uh, type of show, kind of like Hard Knocks, just about the Chiefs. Yeah, it looks, it looks almost exactly like Hard Knocks. Um, yeah, put on by 65 Power Toss Trap, which is our media team. That that that's the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And my, at first, I was like a little worried about the um, you know the Chiefs putting on their own production right. and like the independence of that. But but then I remembered. I, I think the the team has to sign off on everything Hard Knocks and HBO puts out there anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't worry about um, the independence of that. Um, so. That first episode was tonight. Kevin and I watched it uh, before we started recording this, and it starts out <laughs> just in heartbreaking watch. fashion. Because it starts out AFC Championship game, uh, just rip your heart out. Fourth right and there. the fourth down play, yeah. the D forward offsides play is is the first ten seconds of it, um, and yeah, it and then it ends with you know Mahomes talking over, um, you know being being the pro that he has become and just saying, you know, this will lead to, you know, more stuff next year. This will help us grow as a team. Our goal is the Super Bowl. And that's him talking with a picture of fucking Tom Brady celebrating in Arrowhead. So that's how it starts out. And it just crushes you. Yeah, it kicks you right in the feels. Yeah. Right in the feels. We're like, oh shit! I didn't know we were gonna have to watch this again. I yeah, I was like, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Why, why would I watch this? <laughs> yeah, this show is horrible. Turn it off. But uh, there, there are a lot of cool parts in it. Uh, just you know, going from that loss and then how do they come back to it? They go yeah. right away. Next day, they're coming in, having a meeting, doing physicals, mm-hmm. and it's a cool behind the scenes. Yeah. Look so all that. we kind of jumped right into it, but it's it's a show that you can watch on Facebook or on YouTube either way or, and it's on Fox Sports Kansas City too. yeah and I think it's I guess it's gonna come out every Wednesday is it yeah. once a week I don't know I, I know it's once a week I'm not sure for how long it'd be awesome if it carried through training camp through the season but mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's gonna be but I could get used to all those those cool si- sound bites and behind the behind the scene things that we saw yeah you so, definitely get to see uh, I think you're gonna get to see a lot of the draft room uh, content 
uh, for next week, but you got to see a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff this week. Eric Stone Street in the draft room. Yeah, that was Watching awesome. Film breaking down. Yeah, film was very cool. Yeah, Eric Stone Street sitting in the in the room with all the scouts and like the hardcore everybody, the yeah. hardcore like football guys, the the hardcore film guys. Stone Streets in there eating film. So yeah, that was really cool. Um, the the Tyron Matthew stuff. You yeah. get to see a lot of of that. The Frank Clark signing. Uh, I think you'll. I think we'll see more of that next week. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, you know, majority of it's about Mahomes. And yeah, I mean, why yeah, wouldn't? Yeah, it? and I can get more. I love the sound bites of uh, John Gruden at the Senior Bowl, just unprompted talking about how the Chiefs are the standard. Yeah, and that's who they got. Yeah, I, I didn't see that interview. I must have missed that during yeah. Senior Week. But yeah, it's John Gruden, and they just ask him about the Raiders and. John Gruden says, well, our only goal is we're going to have to catch the Chiefs because, mm-hmm. you know, they're the, the class of the AFC West yeah. and you have the to go standard. to the Chiefs. And, and um, yeah, it was cool seeing uh, Gruden go about that. And, and then they go to Pro Bowl week mm-hmm. for Mahomes and our other Pro Bowlers. And, um, and everyone just wants to be around Mahomes. Yeah. All the, every other coach, every other offensive coordinator that's there – is up there talking to Mahomes, congratulating him on the season. And it was just, you know, everyone wants to be around him. He's just mm-hmm. so magnetic. Yeah, very magnetic. So uh, that is going to be, again, on uh, Fox Sports Midwest, Fox Sports Kansas City, Facebook Watch, YouTube. A really cool show. I'd encourage yeah. you to check it out. Get they those. did a good job of, of cutting Tyreek out <laughs> yeah. of, like, any Every highlights. Picture. Or yeah. there's, a, there's a picture of, like, uh, Mahomes, Sherman. Eric Fisher, and Sherman talking. Yeah, uh, our Pro Bowlers, and like, you can see like Tyreek's dreads, like in the <laughs> corner of the screen that they clearly cropped out. So yeah. they're being very careful with yeah. that. Yeah, but again, still some good behind the scenes stuff, which is fun to watch. So, Absolutely, yeah, I love yeah, that definitely stuff. encourage you to to check that out. So uh, that's what we have for the Chiefs and Royals this week. Uh, and so again, be sure to check that out. It was a lot of fun. We'll we'll try to recap you when we do uh, have those episodes. So, uh, but next, uh, what we want to do is we're going to kick it to that uh, interview with a wedding planner. So we yeah. can talk football, and now we're going to talk weddings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think we when we got into this podcast, we wanted to do different things. Um, it's it's easy to you know review a restaurant, talk about the Chiefs, talk about the Royals, give updates on that. But um, kind of like we did with our interview last week. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to Boulevardia, what does that look like? This week was kind of like wedding stories. What are the wedding trends in Kansas yeah, City? Yeah, wedding and, season is, is here. Yeah, here. and, and um, of course, you know, some Bridezilla stories. Yeah. Um, some crazy groom stories. No one is immune to turning into a crazy person at a wedding. Yeah. All right, so let's kick it to that interview with Sarah Quinlevan of uh, Quintessential Events. All right, so today we are joined by Sarah Quinlevin, owner of Quintessential Events, and uh, we're happy to talk to her because it is wedding season. It and is. It is here uh, for you know the summer to stay. So I guess Sarah, where I want to start with this is uh, how how did you get into wedding planning? Just clearly didn't have sanity. <laughs> um, no, I got into it. Because I was in advertising um, originally, and Mm -hmm. I was basically over um, the politics and the drama. Weird that I went into wedding planning. Yeah, Um, none of that. None of drama. There's no drama ever. Drama over the drama. So I went to wedding planning. (laughs) And so at the time, I knew um, a friend of mine. Her aunt did wedding planning, and I went and said, "Hey, can I shadow you? See what this is about." 
and then after the first running with her, I realized it was more than mm-hmm. just a side hustle yeah. or something I kind of wanted to do. So then actually four years later, I decided, all right, let's try to build this bad boy. And when you first started, was it always in Kansas City? Yeah. Yeah. And and when did uh, Quintessential Events, how did that come about, starting the whole, your own company? Yeah. So... Basically, I'm not going to talk trash on that, a- that <laughs> ad agency, but um, they nailed some coffin, some nails into my coffin there where I just was done. I was like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. And then that's when I was like, okay. Again, too much drama for you. Yes, too much. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I love doing events. I think it's, I thrive in chaos. So if it's more stressful, I'm actually way better. But um, I started as a hi- side hustle. So I just you know developed a brand and then luckily people started hiring me and then it um a year after starting i went full-time when was that two so 2015 okay so i started and then i left my job in 2016 okay so in 2015 compared to 2019 i just feel like so i'm 30 yeah been been to over the last four years been to weddings. 50 weddings yeah. i feel like they just keep on getting crazier and crazier and more in demand and more in demand and event spaces get harder and harder to book um have you what have you noticed like over the last four or five years since you've been doing it or even you know when you shadowed your friend's aunt for the first time i'm sure weddings were completely different back then than they are now well God, it's all. I'm gonna blame Pinterest. Like we yes. all and Instagram. Uh, they share some of the blame. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of bitch in the industry about Pinterest because you're like, oh, it's so great for inspiration, and you're like, but it's not real. Yeah, um, wait, it's not real. Not at all. Everyone, oh, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Everyone's like some of it aren't is perfect. Okay. But like when you see something that's really, really cool, it's generally a stylized yeah. shoot, which is just people putting together a cool idea, hoping people will take it on. Mm-hmm. But you know, half the time people are not honestly that creative. Because every girl so, has the Pinterest board. Yeah. And Wedding. so they have become more and more of experiences and that's why I talk to our couples about always is it's not like I don't actually care about your wedding colors like whatever they are yeah great. yeah it's how do you want your guests to leave feeling about your wedding like because I think everybody now like when you got married you wanted people to leave saying that was a great party that's you exactly didn't right want people yeah. to leave um and I think that's what more and more people want but in the same time because of Pinterest they're like I want this sign for every stupid thing at the wedding. Like, here's where the bathrooms are. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. We're growing right adults. No, it's got to be the right? Right, right, right Like, you will find the, bathroom, the bathroom if you have to go. Like, <laughs> you don't need But I had a Pinterest a, board it is. with a bathroom sign it, that and I want to Half recreate. the photos people put up, you're just like, mm-hmm. No, and... That's well, not real. Down to the, um, the card box has to have, like, some sort of logo yeah. or... or you know, in in the font, the font. You know what I'm referring to oh, when yeah. I say the font. It's like the cursive. That's like the, the cringing stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's like love, laugh, live that you see, yeah. and and that font is every single wedding invitation, every single save the date. I I I hate the font. I hate the font. I see it everywhere. I feel like you have. I'm like looking over. Yeah, so you if you look at the save the dates font. over there, you see yeah. the font yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's just. People catch on to things that they see on Pinterest or they see on Instagram and they instantly go, oh my God, I've got to do that. So my job is I'm trying to work with people to be 
okay, that's great. But like, why do you want that font? Does it actually matter to you? Do you like it? Like, tell me what your story is as a couple and as family. Let's tell that story via your wedding Mm -hmm. versus some crap on Instagram that you saw. And you're like, oh my God, I must have this. Like, do you really have to have it? Or do you just think it's cool? Yeah. Because if it's just cool, I mean, still, I'll do it. But Yeah, exactly. Uh, So those are some of the trends you've maybe seen over the last couple years. What about this summer? Are there any like... Uh, wedding trends that you're seeing that most brides are like, I gotta have this this summer that might be new? So it's, okay, so it's hard because I don't mm-hmm. love trends in general because gotcha. again, I want you to tell your story. And and you want the wedding to be timeless, right? Well, I uh, just want it to be them. Okay. And I want it to be cool. Um, I just want to tell people's story. Like, yeah. That's my big thing is let's mm-hmm. do stuff that really matters. But in terms of, yes, there are trends, of course. Um, in general, as Kansas City, we see the trends come in from the coast. So okay. you'll see a coast thing happen. Like a few years ago on the coast, balloons became all the rage, right? So you've probably seen some of the crazy balloon arches now. They're like filtering oh, into events. Oh, balloon arches. Never mind. Balloons are the rage. Yeah. Right? But now, like in recent years, it started filtering here. So mm-hmm. just some things you'll see or that a lot of the weddings will have. Um, a lot of them are very monotone like colors so lots of pales mm. and whites and light colors um tons of greenery still lots of wood accents so balloon arches they do seem like Random cheesy right. to me or it seems no they're I'm not i'm gonna show you like some photos i mean okay. you're not gonna do like a balloon <laughs> i'll arch. check out a pinterest page or something Alter, like balloon right? arches yeah no i'm doing actually a party in two weeks i just gotta show you the balloon arch while we chat because you're gonna die about it yeah this is great for podcasts too when we look at pictures mm-hmm. right it's it's yeah one of our favorite here's this magical do. thing that none of you guys will ever oh, see goodness. other than the people that are coming to the party yeah we're, but it's really cool. So I feel like you have to see it so you don't think this so, is really corny. So to make a balloon arch really cool, again, probably super, super cheap, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> like like all things with weddings. Hmm. What? This no. is my reaction to looking at the balloon <laughs> thing. Uh, Kev, what's yours? Okay. Kind of ridiculous. It is cool. kind of ridiculous. It's a birthday it party. Is, oh, it's a birthday party. Yes, oh, this is okay. not a wedding. Right, this a is wedding. an entrance okay. to a, a blowout birthday party. Okay. Okay. All right. We're in for that. Yeah, I, okay. I can do that. It looked no, like a um, no. like a DNA strand made out of balloons or something. Oh yeah, my there, God, it was, did you just say that? <laughs> it was bright like, orange, bright like, orange balloons. So that's when pink? I thought wedding. I was like, okay. That's no, it'll be bright pink, okay, but that's inspiration. Yes. Okay, gotcha. But no, I'll be it's, on the, it's not cheap. <laughs> so I'll be on the lookout for um, for balloons this, this summer yeah. in Kansas City. I've been thinking about getting into the balloon industry, actually, because... I went. Got some they're competitors. so unbelievably expensive, and I think if you just bought up all the helium in the order in the area, and then there was just a, you know you caused a short on helium. Now you can tr- control the balloon market, charge thirty dollars a balloon, which is about what people are already doing now. I feel like I don't even know Do what I to have? say to the stranger. <laughs> Do I have? Okay, I thought I had an idea there. All right, I'm out on the balloon industry. Yeah, I was She's like, looking there's at me a like whole I'm crazy. lot of people now that do it. It's nuts. So there's so there's thousands of things that go into planning a wedding, right? Yes. I feel like so I just got married in December, so I'm not that far removed yeah. from the game, um, and I feel like you could could you plan a wedding in a month if if you didn't have to book the venue a year out, which you have to do now, to book not the band further. a year out that you have to do now? Um, could you say yeah, we can get married in two weeks? 
I mean, what are you trying to have? That's well, again, if so, to say the booking isn't an issue, can you pull it off? A month would be hard because that's even you know you have to think about like from the dress point of view that generally takes several months to come in Mm -hmm. depending when you're getting married (laughs) like when you're getting married like if you're getting married right now come in june like nobody has time yeah yeah we're all slammed now will you try to make things happen absolutely but i'd say give me three months okay and and say so say someone with with an unlimited budget came to you and said a month yeah and said no 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 say they said three months um, well, would you Dan- Daniel I mean it's money if somebody's unlimited yeah, and yeah. Say in a month make it happen yeah you're gonna make it happen I'm not gonna frown upon just, that just pull it off you, you can just I mean you said you live in chaos and that's something you could oh yeah pull off I mean I would not want to I'd want more months just but even at three months. I even did a wedding recently in six months. I mean, you just, the couple has to make very quick decisions. You can't mm-hmm. really ponder things or, you know, obsess about your font for too long. Mm. You just got to make decisions and go. Yeah. Which, which making, making brides make decisions is Hard. probably one of the, the hardest parts of your jobs. Yes. Um, what is, um, let's get into some bridezilla talk. What, what are, what are some what are some bridezilla stories that you have, or or um, some moments where you really had to you know maybe sit the bride down and say, listen, everything's gonna be okay, which I'm sure mm-hmm. that you you turn into that person at some point. Oh, I actually we have um, company shirts we wear on the day of, and one of it, one of the things on the back says like, cat herder, nerve whisperer, um, not nerve nerve whisperer, nerve calmer something whisperer i can't remember Mm -hmm. it's on the back of my shirt but everybody says they're clever (laughs) good advertising um right (laughs) speaking of you really need to get friends then that don't do that font because there are another world of options just so you know (laughs) the font um but no uh it's actually generally the parents that are Mm. the biggest problem okay like of course i've had bridezillas i've had groomzillas i've had parentzillas but parents are generally the one you more have to sit down and have the honest conversation mm-hmm. with of like, yo, slow your roll a bit. Like mm-hmm. you're a little too a little too emotional sometimes, if yeah. that makes sense. Or a little too caught up in details that don't matter. Like mm-hmm. I had one mother who no less than probably ten emails a day, which I've had numerous moms like that, which is fine. Like if you need to tell me, tell me. But she got down where she was even like, Sarah, I want the cake slices cut one inch thick. Every cake slice. Yes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did this come from? And she, you know, I was at a wedding and there was no cake. I'm like, okay, they probably were running out or the guy just didn't know how he was cutting it, but I'll make sure they're good slices. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, one inch thick. <laughs> so how do you tell a caterer, uh, hey, yeah. you have to cut cake one inch slice thick the mom's gonna be walking around yeah with a with a ruler right which Mm -hmm. she probably would have yeah um and you just make it work in a lot of those times and when people are really crazy you try to find what the motive behind it is like where is the craziness coming from is it something in their personal life is it something they're going through right now is it repressed feelings yeah yeah. trying to project what they never had on their child Mm mm-hmm yeah um and so even with parents in with the kids you know, you have to just figure out why they're being like that and i'll tell you some of them you know from the beginning and i try to mm-hmm. steer away from them mm-hmm. but you're like hopeful that they won't be nuts 
Um, and then have some you, of them come out of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, crap, you turned. What <laughs> happened? You were so cool. Have you ever had to fire yourself from a, from a group or from I a, a client? I have offered numerous times, yes. <laughs> to, to try to think, hey, you know, maybe it, maybe I'm not the right person yes. for this yeah. wedding. Yeah. Well, because it comes down to, and you know, one of your other questions is like, what's the hardest type of client or my least favorite? It's when the trust isn't there, which is what cracks me up the most about hiring a planner is... Clearly, you hired me because you want your life to be easier and not stress-free or not stressful, not stress-free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for some people, they try to come in and micromanage me the entire time or tell me how to plan. And I'm like, how many weddings have you planned? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is my first. I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've already done three this yeah. year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, three this month. I've had to. You know, with those again, it's just getting down to saying, okay, you need to trust me. If you're mm-hmm. not going to trust me then this isn't going to ever work because it is i get so in their families and all their drama and all the politics that if they don't believe in what i what i'm telling them then it's just not going to work and then that's when i'm like hey i'm happy to take a step back tell you some other planners Mm -hmm. you can contact Uh, yeah because because everything i know about wedding planning i know from the wedding planner the movie with Jennifer Lopez? Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you would say yeah, it's really realistic. It's like, like it's a documentary based no! on a big booty Latino no! wedding planner. Are you kidding? I okay. don't come home after a wedding. I'm like, let me iron my curtains mm-hmm. and eat my little leftovers. Yeah, that was really... My uh, husband. Well, the, the thing about the M&M's is true, right? Uh, oh, about brown M and M's. Okay, you learned one color. good thing. From that. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. No, legit, but... my husband puts a bottle of wine next to the tub after every wedding, and that's I come home, okay. I de-stress, I get in the tub, I have a glass of wine. Okay, so kind of like based. That's kind of what. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I look a hot mess at that point. You're tired, yeah. and you're like. So what do you? So that's what I know about wedding planning. Yeah. And in that opening scene, uh, she does a couple. Uh, like of her like big wedding planner sure. thing. So I want to know what do you think are the most realistic or maybe have any of these ever happened to you? So what's most realistic to happen? Either talking a bride back into marrying the groom, which she does right away uh, in that first scene. Uh, a drunk father of the bride goes missing. Mm-hmm. Um, FOB. I learned that term. Is that a yeah. biz? business term fob i mean yeah but okay. you don't all right well so i don't really th- use it if that means like, uh, yeah, well and, and uh, our sister MLB, we use our sister is getting married next week and and my dad loves the term fob, FOB. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's mean, been using it in like every single email yes. yeah i don't think i ever look at somebody I'm like where's the father of the bride where's my fob i think i'm just like where's bill yeah so we got what uh talking a bride uh down from cold feet drunk a drunk dad. father of the bride goes missing or like writing a best man speech she literally feeds him yeah. his best man speech so has anything ever happened like that to you or what do you think would be drunk the dad. most drunk dads happened drunk dad. yeah what yeah. what happened there did you have to go find him or oh was God, he stumbling the dads down the in aisle? particular well no i give a pretty <laughs> intense speech not intense like you can tell like even from my coloring um I kind of have resting bitch face. So during the rehearsals, <laughs> again, yeah. again, bad podcasting. Yeah. But we can't we see can, her resting can, bitch face. I know. And then any here. photo you would put up of me, I'm smiling. <laughs> but anyways, I do have it. Um, but I tell them like, don't drink pre the wedding. Like if you are, clearly it's a marathon, not a sprint. So like the ceremony is what matters the most in this day. After that, I don't care. Have fun. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, like afterwards, fathers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has it has it has a father ever 
failed to deliver a speech or like really stumbled through it and it's just been it's, it's just been like, like oh like, someone needs to go rescue him from they, the mic yes more they don't shut up you yeah know, where they've had yeah. a few cocktails at that point and then they just are rambling and that's it's, a classic best man move as well uh, no, just they just ramble. suck at their speeches all the time you're like okay don't ever start a speech for Remember those of you who don't time? know me i don't yeah. need to know you you're talking okay oh, you're yeah. important. that's for those who don't know me and then every other every speech contains but in all seriousness yeah and also don't give inside jokes nobody yeah. cares like say mm. something nice say something sweet say something yeah. funny but don't be like you know bridesmaid remember that yeah. one time in cabo no like, nobody does. joke 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 but in all seriousness <laughs> yes, right. we love you um mm. but no numerous the father bride though there's one that comes to mind 20 minutes 20 wow. minutes and you're mm. sitting there you know because i'm with the dj and you're looking at each other like do we cut his mic yeah but he's giving <laughs> a good speech you're just like sweet Jesus, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to get onto the bar. Everyone wants to move on to the dancing. Yeah, everybody just is really there for cake and dancing. Like, yeah, let's yeah. make it happen, people. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So uh, a new trend that we've seen or that I've seen in, in weddings is late night food. Yes. What What are some of your favorite or what have been some of the best results from late night food? We did pizza. I've seen like Winsteads and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of different things. I've also seen... Like a milk bar and like chocolate milk yeah. and stuff like that. Cookies and milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What what is that trend all about? Where does that has that been kind oh, of new I, or is that no late night snacks have been around for quite a while. Okay. I mean, I love the late night snack. I think it's especially if you have like a more early dinner when people have dinner at eight thirty and then they have a late night snack. I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna get that drunk yeah, that yeah. quick. Um, but I think go to your go to whatever is your drunk food and. The thing I see the most destroyed, pizza. Yeah, yeah. Hands down pizzas. You know, the cute yeah. stuff like yeah. the cookies and milk <laughs> is great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we're not five. And right. you've probably had a few beers. Yeah, uh, at Danny's but, wedding, I, it was just me and the big papa from Papa Kino's. Right? And that People was basically my date for the night because, oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> one wedding we brought in, Casey's Pizza. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Imagine we brought Casey's in... Casey's breakfast pizza. Mm. That we brought in like good. 14... The guests were literally taking the boxes out of our hands as we're walking <laughs> in. And you're just like, do it. Have fun. Like, go. Go for it. Yeah, this yeah. is what you're supposed to do at a wedding. You're supposed to let loose. Grab that pizza. Yeah. And uh, what about uh, talking about popular late night? Uh, before the wedding, it's popular to go around Kansas City, make sure you're getting very nice pictures in different iconic spots in Kansas City. What do you see as like the most popular places to take photos on the wedding day, and what are some of like what is your favorite place to go to, or, or where would you recommend? Oh man, I'm so gonna blow this up right now to make <laughs> some people mad. Okay, let's. The hotter the take, the better. Um, go ahead. I actually don't love it. Okay. I don't love it at the, all. The the pre the between ceremony pre reception wedding. That I photos. don't mind. That I don't mind. I don't love. When people want to go take three to four hours of photos pre the wedding. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just think, one, wedding days are long days. You yeah, know, you remember months, like you said. being recently doing it. It's not just it's a long day. There's so much emotion. There's so much energy that you just, you get tired. Mm-hmm. And when these people are like, well, I want to start photos at one for my ceremony at five. I just think, one, your bridal party is going to be starving. They're likely going to have been getting drunk, got mm-hmm. drunk at that mm-hmm. point. And then... 
three, is there really any magic left in that ceremony at that point? Like you've already seen your significant mm-hmm. other. Yeah. You've been around him for quite some time. Like, are you ever really going to frame all these photos? So that's yeah. where in photographers push it as well. So the bride and groom are not uh-huh. alone in their guilt. Um, but I just think but they are guilty. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you don't need all of that. Yeah. Like you need more of the focus on the memories of what's happening. Like, yeah, go take the photos, but yeah. An hour's good. Yeah. And you don't need a photo with your third cousin and mm-hmm. his dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude in the back. Like, yeah. Take photos with your immediate family, the people you love, your bridal party, and then get on to the day. Get on to enjoying it. But yeah. Good spots. I mean, of course, the ones you're going to think. Like, Liberty Memorial is amazing. Great mm-hmm. skyline. Agreed. There's also one that's over by that kickball, like, baseball park with the statue. Oh, Penn Valley Park? Yeah. Like, yeah. you got a really amazing background. Mm. Of Casey, um, the Nelson's always gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it's yep. just so I'm not a big fan. That always confused me what first look meant because yeah. people were like, "Are you going to do your first look?" And I thought that Did meant you? like, "Well, okay." So again, does first I can't remember does first look mean you see her for the first time at the ceremony, like standing on the altar? No. Or does first look mean you see her for the first time before that? Before that. Okay. Yeah. I was always very confused. So where'd you see your wife? No, it was on the altar. Like we didn't do any pictures beforehand. Okay. First time I saw her, I was standing up there with all my groomsmen when, when she was walking down the but aisle. would you replace that moment? No, absolutely not. Right? So it, you need to tell incredible. all your viewers and then yeah. everybody on social media, like seriously consider not doing your first look. Again, photographers okay. listening, yeah. kill me. But because they love it, because they can, you know, shoot it and get the light yeah. and all these uh-huh. things. Yeah. But for me, like you were just saying, mm-hmm. you can't replace that moment of seeing that your person, yeah, walking to you in their but glory. And in, in, I mean, an Instagram picture lives forever. Who cares? <laughs> Seriously, though. I mean, I, but I really think that's another one of those things is. that is because of it Instagram is. they want the first look it picture because they saw it on Pinterest it and they want their own now. It is, but that's. Again, like my brand is all about moments. It's all about experience. Like I want you to actually enjoy the day as much as possible. And don't get me wrong, 50% of my couples do first looks. Mm -hmm. And the people especially that go, I have really bad nerves. I'm like, this is a good idea. Or if you're getting married in November, December, January, February, we probably have to because your lighting's screwed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just don't just do it for a photo. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess my lighting was screwed. Married in December. <laughs> Jeez. Right. <laughs> all like, this time I didn't That's know. all I would say. Just don't do it just for the photo. Because no, yeah. that's no, we too didn't. much of the craze. Well, you're, you're, so your company is called Quintessential Events. Yep. Um, we can find you at, what, Kansas City what? Oh. KC Wedding Planner. Oh, okay. So you're, you're basically like the AAA of the old phone books. You're, you're, <laughs> I you're, guess. you're really taking advantage of the Google search optimization yeah. by mm-hmm. so Hello, if you search used to do advertising com, it goes to quintessential events yeah yeah okay. so yeah. danny you must have googled kansas city wedding planner and you didn't hire her oh thanks friend awkward yeah yeah are you mad at him no <laughs> no i would say always hire the vendors that fit you the best and if you found somebody that fit you amazingly that's perfect yeah we had an interesting yeah day of wedding planner (laughs) she was in charge for sure kind of um now i kind of want to know yeah we can talk off we can talk after this yeah oh i see put me on the spot but i can't ask you about (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) well um 
Well, we just want to thank you for coming on. I think this has been a ton of fun. Kevin, yeah. do you have any more questions? Uh, just one more thing. I was curious around uh, like your actual work that you're doing on the day of the wedding. How many how many people are you in contact with like on the day of the wedding? Oh, that's I can't even answer. Like everyone. 10? No. 20? Probably 30 or more. 30? Like cuz yeah. we're talking caterers, musicians, everybody. Family members, bridal party, all of them. I mean that phone never stops on a day of a wedding yeah, yeah. so you feel like Ari Gold and Entourage where you, you like need two two yeah. different phones yeah well half the time I wish people wouldn't text and they would just call me because I can easily answer a phone call but texting you have to stop and be like yes your shirt is in your tux bag yeah <laughs> yes. probably all the groomsmen losing shit and and being God, every time they never check their suits mm-hmm. i'm always like did you try on your pants yeah wedding day <laughs> no yeah that, that's I, I would imagine the groomsmen are probably dumb like that like some I, of them are not but, yeah you know. but i remember being i don't know sometimes your brain just turns to mush i was danny's best man and that made me really nervous and i had a a, a strange fear that uh like the rings would turn into like the Lord of the Rings and just fall through my uh, pocket. That's hysterical. <laughs> just yeah. melt through. And I also learned on that day that uh, there's a wedding band separate from the engagement ring. I'm there 28, and I just was like, "Wait, this isn't Megan's ring. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is different." I thought they took the ring off and then put it back on. No. Yeah, that no. was new to me. Too. So then this is again, this is dumb groomsmen. Are you ready? Brain. Whenever you get. Like a child, yeah. Sometime. You have to buy a two yeah. They buy rings. like a whole nother ring for like the baby. Oh, yeah. Push, yeah, push like, present. This yeah, is why I've thing. this is why I've managed to stay single this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> a questionable right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're not buying one ring. I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. So you learn a lot on the day of the wedding when mm-hmm. you are uh, truly like engaged in that uh, wedding party. But uh, I also wanted to just hear about. Uh, some of your your favorite venues around Kansas City. What uh, what spots are pretty popular, and what what spots do you kind of like using for uh, different events? Yeah, um, I work downtown mostly, mm-hmm. and I will just definitely give a shout out uh, the Grand Hall. Absolutely amazing. We've yep, been to been a there. couple there. Yeah, and I'll say this about any of the venues I'm going to mention. They have got just killer staff that are there on the day of. They're there also to help us, which is great. Um, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty and they're just super organized because you would be amazed sometimes when you go into venues and they're like, oh, I don't have a layout. And you're like, how do you not have a mm-hmm. layout of your space? Um, but yeah, the Grand Hall's amazing. Guild's amazing. Um, River Market Event Place is great. They also own the foundation. Um, there's a ton of just downtown. Oh, the gallery's really awesome. That's in the heart of Power and Light. Mm-hmm. God, now I'm listing people off and people are going to listen. Yeah. Like, Why didn't you listen <laughs> to me? I'm just staring at you, trying to like give you, what was you yours? brain waves. Studio Dan Miner. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Penway. I got married there. Yeah. Dan's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love Penway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, even, yes. Dan even got uh, featured in the, the magazine. Yeah. We're oh, in his new ad. Yeah. I know. Oh, you baller. But no, yeah. love that space. Yeah. Can't say enough incredible. about him, yeah, especially. Very cool space. All right. So thank you so much, Sarah, for yeah. coming on. And if. People are now thinking, wow, this woman would be an incredible wedding planner. I got a booker. Where are they going to find you? So as you guys were saying, <laughs> yeah. CaseyWeddingPlanner.com okay. in particular. And then also Instagram, Quintessential Events, Casey. Okay. If you need help spelling that, go to Casey Wedding Planner. Yeah. We'll, I know. It's, <laughs> I picked we'll all the wrong out. things in life. Sarah Quinlivan, Quintessential Events. Yeah. But 
We'll, we'll, we'll tag you in our post so that people Thanks. can go ahead and find you. But that um, would be the best advice. If you're getting married, consider a planner. Um, somebody that's been doing this it will just relieve tons and tons of stress. Even if it's not there. me, but just hire somebody so you don't have to deal with is the cake going to arrive today or why is the DJ or the late? Slice or is going to be one inch exactly. That's even the craziest I've dealt <laughs> yeah. with, but that was up there. So Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, we're back with a little bit of a bonus part of the interview uh, where we turned off the mic and Sarah said, oh, I've got more Bridezilla stories. And I, I said, do. okay, well, I'm turning it back on. Let's hear about uh, a couple more Bridezillas. Okay. So one of them, um, I was actually staying at their hotel that they were staying at and getting married because the hotel was amazing and gifted me a room for the weekend mm -hmm. because our like start and stop time literally was like we stopped one night at 4 a.m. and had to be back up at 7 a.m. Wow. To make this wedding happen. Mm -hmm. And so the day after the wedding and this bride had been crazy, like legit crazy. I knew it from the start. So I'm heading out to my car, like literally had gone to bed at 2 a.m. It was 7 a.m. I was like, I have got to get out of here because she's going to need something. Mm -hmm. So I'm literally packing my car. She texts me and goes, can you bring me my flip-flops? I'm like, I've left. She's like, I see you. And I was like, oh, oh my god, She's gosh. watching you. Yes! Oh, my god! Like, oh, my God. And I was like, you can go get your own flip-flops. They're like <laughs> two floors down. Go get your flip-flops. Like... Yeah. My contract's done. I'm tired. Let yeah. me go home. That's incredible. So that was probably one of my best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like another <laughs> level. There are some things you expect from a bride, I'm sure. Some of the normal tendencies or some of the normal like crazy stuff. But to be like, I'm watching you. I can see you haven't yeah. actually mm -hmm. left. Bring me my flip-flops. Oh. That's another level yeah. of She of was madness. Yeah. She was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm glad, glad we got to hear yeah, that. Yeah, we, we had to get uh, that one on. Is that the last last Bridezilla story? I mean, I have Groomzilla. I could tell Ooh, you story. I mean, we could be too? here for hours. Let's hear, one, let's hear one of the Grooms one. Yeah. One Grooms one? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so he was abs like he was the planner of the wedding, not the woman. Mm-hmm. And he just, I mean, every detail to the shade of pink, which it was too pink, and then we had to get light. I mean, it was very, very precise, but... um. It was kind of like an aha, like gotcha moment a little bit, but he wanted custom shirts, tuxes, everything coming from New York, all of it, right? Mm -hmm. And again, what were we just talking about with groomsmen pants? I'm like, try them on, get measured, make sure you do all this stuff. Sure shit, they didn't do it. We get to the night before. Finally, the three of them try on, the groom and his two sons try on the shirts. None of them fit. Mm -hmm. And these were like really expensive shirts. We had to overnight have a alterationist alter every single shirt. That's because no one, no one thought I should probably try on my shirt. No, I mean that's they, normal. I mean, that's normal, but it's not normal to spend. Right, they the sent money. in the measurements. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, even the guy, whenever they sent the measurements, was like, these seem weird. I'm like, hey guys, they said these seem weird. Nope, yeah. they're fine. Mm -hmm. All of them are wrong. Yeah, and. That's why you go with a local tailor. Shout out Michaels in the Crossroads. Right, they did they all of our tuxes, all, all of our suits. They had their hair stayed up overnight and service. Oh, I think he told. Much. I think he told us that story. He oh, might Keith? have. Yeah, Keith told us that story he about how he had to overnight because uh, I think it was out of town people or yep. or they got it. So yeah, we actually did hear that story, yeah. man. Uh, and then I, I do <laughs> need insane. to ask too. I was at a wedding last year and one of my buddies. Uh, was actually hitting on the wedding planner. Always mm. very clearly. <laughs> I think she she definitely had a ring on, and I'm pretty sure 
Like it was, she was at that stage where you were like, is she maybe pregnant or not? <laughs> I mean, so all ha- the wedding like, planners in Casey like were our, pregnant have, last year. So <laughs> it's a very real possibility. Like, has that them. ever happened to you where oh, you have yeah. to be like, all right, groom's been like, Oh, they think it's like a game. Like I'm going to nail the wedding planner. I'm like, seriously, no. One, I am completely sober. I've been yeah, on yeah. walk 10 miles yeah, and yeah. walk away. I've been, I've been. I've been up and planning stuff and in the chaos right. for ten straight hours and yeah yeah oh no, no but what a great time not every groomsmen yeah. yeah perfect <laughs> way to go guys exactly yeah it happens it oh, happens it certainly does yeah. all right well thanks I'm glad we got this little bonus segment <laughs> thanks, of our thanks for letting me do it I was just yeah. like I had to tell we some had to of those some stories because they were crazy stories all right thanks Sarah thank you so much to Sarah from Quintessential Events for coming on to talk weddings here in Kansas City. As wedding season is here and yeah. will be here for a while. See, we're not just, it's not a podcast of just like sports and bars and food. Yeah. We got a sensitive side. We got everything. We can talk weddings. We can talk weddings. So we can talk everything. Uh, thanks again, Sarah, uh, for coming on. We really do appreciate it. All right. So as we do every single week here on State Your Line, uh, we promised you guys at the beginning of this podcast, we're going to try something new every week. So Danny's tried something new this week. I have too. Uh, and Dan, I guess, you, you mind if I go first with this one? Go for it. Okay. So what happened this weekend, tried something new, did a uh, guy's golf trip down to Old Kinderhook at the Lake of the Ozarks. And I think it's the best golf trip you can take in the Midwest for your money, hands down. Yeah, it's super cheap. I, there's nothing old about Old Kinderhook. Oh yeah, everything's brand new out there. Yeah, yeah. So that that course is growing like crazy. They're yeah. building new hotels. They're bu- building a ton of new houses on it. So I, I think it's reasonable to say that it should be called New Kinderhook. <laughs> yeah, old course, new amenities all around it. Very cool. Uh, and the best part was, I mean, we had nine people go down there play four rounds of golf. And it was three hundred and seventy-five bucks a person. Yeah, there are and, can't beat that around and it's here. A, yeah. It's a super nice course, but at the same time, I saw a video of you hitting a tee shot with your shirt off. Yeah, because it's the Ozarks, and we made bets. Um, it was called the Crispy Boy Invitational. <laughs> What's what are Crispy Boys? <laughs> so Crispy Boys are ice cold uh, beers. We we prefer Bush Lights, but they're called Crispy Boys because right when you you get a nice cold beer, it's real crisp, and you just yeah. crack it open that like a nice sense. cold crispy boy There's nothing wrong uh, people that. thought it meant you know maybe like you got a bad sunburn because you're playing golf shirtless but yeah. more so the the ice crispy bush lights so we you were you were telling other people workers at the golf course that yeah. you were in the crispy boys invitation yeah so they're like oh yeah. okay it makes sense he's yeah, got crispy boys getting crispy yeah and okay. uh, <laughs> in the ozarks it could go either yeah, one exactly. of two ways exactly so we had a house on the fifth fairway so basically you drive up on the fifth hole reload your cooler for yeah. the day uh leave a few crispy boys behind for okay. the rest of the group and then you're on your way by a few shots from the cart girl. Yeah. And it, it was a heck of a trip. Yeah. Love that course. We I've done the same trip. I did the same trip uh, about a month ago on Cinco de Mayo weekend. So as you would imagine, there was um, a similar amount of bringing beers onto the course. Yes. Uh, water bottles full of tequila. R.I.P. Fletch. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah incredible deal you basically get to stay for free right for what they charge you golf too yeah yeah for what they charge you for it's a hundred bucks around there it's such a nice course and you're getting cheap golf you're staying for cheap love it and it's a heck of a trip so if you're you're ever thinking about doing something like that 
Uh, talk to old Kinderhook. It's it's an incredible, incredible trip. Uh, can't wait for Crispy Boy 2020. Yeah, much better <laughs> than uh, than what I tried this week. So what I tried this yeah, week. Yeah, what did you try this week? Um, as many of you might have tried this week, your basement. The, yeah. uh, your, your tornado safe space. Yep, I tried it out. I, I live in an apartment building uh, in the crossroads, and I'd never been down to my basement. So I got to try our... Our um, our apartment basement. It's basically a garage, um, so you know. Imagine dusty concrete, mm-hmm. um, old refrigerators, ovens, yeah. um, a few air or uh, a few washing and drying machines. So yeah. um, you know, that's that's pretty much what most Missouri basements look like. But yeah. Uh, got to try my my apartment building's basement for the yeah. first time. Tried out my basement too. Uh, similar smells. Old house. A um, lot of. I, I feel like mothballs. You know that smell. Oh uh, yeah. Not yeah. good. Not good. And and I can't imagine being at an apartment where you're just shoved in a garage with strangers for an hour. Strangers and pets. So oh, there's okay. uh, our apartment building allows dogs. My favorite, as you know. I'm right. not a big. I'm not a big dog guy. I'm, I'm yeah. not a big dog guy. I mean, are, are people at least bringing some crispy boys down there? No crispy or? boys. No crispy <laughs> boys. This was the Tuesday after Memorial Day, so I think most people like me were still kind of hurting. Um, but but yeah, uh, in an enclosed space, dogs, dusty refrigerators, dust everywhere. Uh, not quite the panic of a, a real tornado threat for us folks downtown, but. Uh, but still, yeah. yeah, that was that was what yeah. I tried this week. Because the the real threat was on the Kansas side. Because I, I feel like I got to represent Kansas, where Kansas does most things better than Missouri. I think, and in that list is tornadoes. Yeah, because I think Missouri or Kansas. So we're gonna move won, on to the one one Kansas that versus Missouri. Yeah, bit that exactly. We're doing. Kansas okay. Kansas versus Missouri. I'm taking Kansas in this one. Who had the better tornado? We had a tornado touchdown uh, on. Um, Southwest Douglas County or Southeast Douglas County, and one out in Excelsior. Yeah, two Springs, separate tornadoes touching down on each side of the state line. One in Kansas, one in Missouri. It was it, we're just lined up for this yeah. Kansas versus Missouri debate. Exactly, and the one in Kansas, you know, really just kicked uh, kicked ass compared to the one in Missouri. Yeah. What do you have like player efficiency ratings? Yeah. So the, player efficiency Kansas ratings. Tornado. Kansas tornado. We got an EF four. Uh, reaching speeds of 170 mile per hour wind Damn. speeds. So talk about a heck of a He's tornado. It's like Anthony Davis in tornadoes. <laughs> Just yeah, extremely his P- efficient. Yeah. His PR was off the chains. Uh, it was on the ground for 32 miles. Jeez. So what, workhorse. An, what a workhorse. You know, just keep giving that tornado the ball. Uh, and it was over a mile wide. So thick. That's thick so so the, yeah that's the, real thick this is like the yeah the mike trout of of tornadoes yeah. great efficiency was, he, he brings brings power brings speed longevity right a five tool five tool player yeah exactly and uh yeah really made missouri's tornado yeah so like ours nothing. we had a tornado i don't even know if it was a confirmed i, I heard it touched down i it think touched down it was an f2 I don't even know what those... EF4, we got an extra two numbers and an extra letter in there. Yeah, I don't even know what those... (laughs) What what EF2, um, what those wind speeds are, but it only hit two counties. I think the Kansas one got like six counties in its way. It was Um, an absolute tank. 
tough tough look for Missouri tornadoes. <clears throat> a tough look for Missouri in in this most recent Kansas versus Missouri battle. Um, it had some steam. The Kansas tornado looked yeah, like it was it, did. it was maybe going to turn right and head towards the metropolis yeah, for a second. And, and and it looked like it was going to be a Missouri tornado, but disappeared right around. Call, called it a game right around the legends, and uh, mm-hmm. and then our little F two tornado picked up and. Clay County or something, <laughs> something weak and and so yeah. really disappointing um, moment for Mizzou in in that uh, Missouri versus Kansas. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give Kansas the win, and uh, we're uh, going to call it a victory for Kansas. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess we got kind of demolished. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, tornadoes aren't aren't a joking matter, and but luckily, no one was. Um, no one was killed. Killed in this in this People tornado. People lost homes. There were some homes. Yeah. Of course, we hate when that happens, we, but you hate we hate it. it more than anybody else. Uh, but yeah, so we tried tornado uh, shelters this week. this week. Yeah, and Mizzou lost. Yeah. All right, so we have a new segment here uh, called "What's Good in the Neighborhood." Uh, if you have one of the those apps about uh, the neighborhood, like next door, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe you've joined a uh, Facebook group for your neighborhood, like West, West Plaza Watch. Yeah, West Plaza. Watch. I lived in West Plaza for about five and a half years, and our Facebook group was called West Plaza Watch. It, it was an absolute goldmine. If you have the opportunity to join West Plaza Watch, or if you've ever lived in West Plaza, you know about this yeah. Facebook group. Yeah, it's incredible. It. And I'm in the the Waldo Facebook group. Uh, and I actually is it was, called Waldo Watch? Uh, no, it's I, I think just called missed like Waldo. Yeah, big missed opportunity. Um, but uh, I actually got vetted to get in it. You had to answer questions to prove who you were and that you actually lived there. Yes, and that you weren't going to say anything mean. This is a serious group. Serious group. Don't no, say mean things. Don't say mean things on Facebook. Yes. Everyone knows that Facebook is not a place. It's not to say mean things to strangers. That. No, no, and and next door, uh, they're against that too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, next door, um, next door's slogan. I, I'm pretty sure this is their slogan. It's when neighbors talk, good things happen. Mm, yes, because that's that's exactly what's happening on on next door. Good things are happening. Good things. Yeah. Good things. Uh, so this one is brought to us from next door. What's good in the neighborhood? And on the next door app in Waldo, you know that lovely neighborhood between Gregory and 85th Street. Uh, just east of state line. Um, basically, someone on their ring doorbell caught people going around and checking for unlocked doors. And okay. So they're just going around, flipping the handle. And so if it's, so if the doors are locked, they're just kind of moving on quickly. Right. Not smashing windows okay. or anything. Okay. But someone caught it on their ring doorbell, posted it to the app, and said, Hey, look out. Our car got robbed last night. Uh, it was uh, breaking and entering, and um, they opened our door and robbed us. A simple enough post, yeah. it would seem. Hey, breaking and entering alert. A simple post. Keep your Be doors careful. locked. That that is a that is this post that says, yes. keep your doors locked at yeah. night. Don't leave your doors unlocked. Pretty harmless. I'm just being a helpful neighbor. Good things happen when neighbors talk. Yes, seems pretty harmless. But Kyle has to hit him with. <laughs> I don't see the breaking, just the entering. Mm. They prey on carelessness. Semantics. As long as they know they can get in, they will keep coming back. Oh! <laughs> so think, Kyle hits yeah. with the victim shaming. Yeah, hey, your car shouldn't have been dressed like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe 
as long as they wouldn't be dressed like that, they know they wouldn't get it in. Yeah, they but wouldn't. It was dressed that way, and they knew they could. So they're going to keep in. coming back because yes. everyone, everyone else, you know, in their friend group, aka the other cars around yeah. them, yes. must also be, you know, willing to just let them in. Yes, exactly. So thanks, Kyle, uh, for the immediate victim shaming. Yes, like perfect. Oh, Oh, you got stuff stolen from your car? I don't see the braking, also, just the, entering. Yeah, also the semantics. No braking, just entering. So, kind of your fault. Yeah, so fault. Uh, Kyle with the, he was pre-law, so he can he can tell us about yeah, that probably. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks for that, Kyle. And then uh, next we go to, to Chuck, uh, yes. who he needs Chuck. to bring this home, Chuck. And he says, if you're motivated enough to get up and go on straight commission, based on your take, <laughs> risk jail social opprobrium how about just getting a job the economy is in hyperdrive thanks to trump yes <laughs> i knew Chuck, we went there let's Chuck, go i i knew like like every good facebook post it gets there mm-hmm. we get whether you either you it's either trump's fault or it's or it's because of trump and so but yeah so that is just perfect that that uh a simple post mm-hmm Hey, remember to lock your doors at night. Yeah. Because people are just exactly. opening doors and letting it out. Turns into a crime that is not breaking and entering. Yeah, and it's the victim's fault. The yeah, crime the victim's is now the fault. victim's fault. Also, this thing goes all the way to the top. It shouldn't have happened because Trump's got the economy yes, in yes. hyperdrive. I love I love Facebook and, and Nextdoor. It's yeah. just it's just too good. It's beautiful, and and of course Debbie has to chime in. She agrees. Why can't people just find a job? Mm. How do they think we got these things? Oh, yeah, like that are in our cars. How Thanks. dare you? <laughs> we didn't go out and steal them. We have self respect and pride. Yeah, that's why we cherish our our. She spelled our a r e our homes and things. Yeah. So yeah, hey, expected a typo there. Put it into Debbie. put it into perspective. Um, we didn't steal our stuff. So you stop stealing our stuff. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Debbie. So Thank thanks you, Debbie. Uh, for that next door post. Hey, lock your doors. Be careful. There's thieves <laughs> out there. Oh, well, that's your fault. Well, that's your fault. And it shouldn't have happened in the first shouldn't place. Happen because of Trump. And uh, put it in perspective. Steal, yeah, yeah. We didn't steal our stuff, so you don't steal our stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, <laughs> thank God for these apps. Uh, that is good what has happened. Yeah. And that is what is good in the neighborhood this week. Alrighty, and that is all we have for episode four. I want to say thanks again uh, to Sarah for joining us. We had a ton of fun talking with Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on State Your Line. Next week, uh, we have Rafi Chaudhry, owner and operator of Torn Label Brewery, based out of here in Kansas City, and he'll be a lot of fun to talk to next week, so make sure you tune in next Thursday uh, to listen to Rafi. That is June 6th. And make sure to subscribe, comment, give us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, at State Your Line. Uh, Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next Thursday. Until then, we'll see you around Kansas City.